What's up, everyone? This week on the pod, we're going to do a Super 7 on Nardcore. That means we're building out the best Nardcore playlist possible. There's four of us, and you can do it. Uh, do it along with us, listen, have fun. I uh, do want to say the uh, Nardcore for Life compilation on Indecision Records is out this Friday. It'll be available on all streaming platforms, and uh, everyone that pre-ordered the vinyl already shipped. First press is sold out, but you can order the second press right now, indecisionrecords.com. And uh, the second press, the vinyl's cool as fuck. It's 50-50, Cardinal and Gold for Nard High. For uh, those of us who went to Oxnard High, I went for a few years. And uh, yeah, a lot of other people did as well. And let's sell through that press so we can do uh, the Wainimi colors next. What's up? But uh, yeah, go to indecisionrecords.com and check that out. And while you're there, make sure you pick up that tuning record too, because that LP is the shit. Um, please support the podcast by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and all those spots. Just hit subscribe. That matters a lot for the pod. Also, please just take the time to uh, do a short little review. If you haven't already, just uh, write this podcast rules, dude. That's all you got to do. And it helps the pod get more traction and so forth. Share with your family and friends. You know what to do. If you want to go the extra mile, you can go to patreon.com slash 185 miles south, become a monthly Patreon. Uh, $1 gets behind the paywall, but uh, you can toss down however much uh, you can do or how much you want to support with. And uh, we're doing Patreon pods. I'm trying to do them for every single long-form interview I do. I get a little crew together, and we talk about that pod. We go through the discography of the person I interviewed, and... Quite honestly, I think that those are the best podcasts that I do. Um, I don't know. Just like they've been really good, entertaining for me. And I've learned a lot from like the guests of talking about the people that I interview and going through those discographies. It's been really fun. Anyway, let's get on with the pod. Hundred eighty-five miles south, a hardcore punk rock podcast. What's up, everyone? This week on the pod, we're going to do another Super Seven, and this time we are building Nardcore playlists. So that's anything from the eight hundred five region, Simi Valley, Santa Barbara, and there's always some wild cards. If you choose diehard youth, you're not getting crucified. Um, <laughs> you know, so so yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Joining us today, you know him, you love him. He's episode one, the legend Joe Rivas. Woo, woo, woo. Hey everybody! Yeah. <laughs> and he also got uh, the main man Stu from Omega Point. What up, guys? And then joining us, we got some uh, some new blood. And uh, this is Luke Callahan, and uh, he's 16. He's Jim Callahan from Miller Repute's son. He's joining us on the line for a, a fresh perspective to tell us all our picks are shit, and we should all go die. <laughs> and we should all go die. <laughs> What's up, Luke? He's going to tell okay, boomers. Yeah, okay, boomers. <laughs> What's up, Luke? How's it going? Yeah. Hey, Luke. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. So we did the draw right before we hit the air, and... Uh, 
We're going to go in the order of Luke, myself, Stu, and then episode one. So, uh, and I got and, the and, spot. Yeah, man. To explain the rules of the game, if you haven't heard one of these uh, episodes before, basically we're building out seven song playlists um, based on a topic. So this this time is Nardcore, so you're basically just building out a seven song playlist. And once that song is taken, someone else cannot take it. Um, but if someone takes a song by a band, you're welcome to take any other song by that band. No problem. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's kick it off. Luke, go ahead. You got number one pick. All right. So my first song is Think Positive by RKO. Uh, yeah, I think especially right now, that song is a good message with everything that's going on. Just got to keep a DMA, think positive, you know? All right. Oh, yeah. Great fucking pick. Can't fuck with RKO. Yeah. Yeah. I had so many options by them. I didn't know which one to choose. <laughs> the rough one. Yeah. Well, Stu's got seven <laughs> other picks of RKL, so uh, we'll get to them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all off. Uh, <laughs> the reactor nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, got, I just got in the mail today, uh, Revenge is a Beautiful Feeling. So, wow. stoked. It's been, on my, it's been on my want list forever. And I finally found it for 10 bucks. And it was like, take my money. You know, I think it's, if that's the one where they, uh, they basically like bootleg all the mystic stuff, right. On another label. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super cool. Man. Beat them at their own game. Huh? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we should say, think positive. The first song off the, uh, the RKL LP, keep laughing. And, uh, yeah. just all around fucking classic, you know, starting out with that palm muted riff. Dun, 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 it's like, you know, it's coming. And that little, that comes in. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We got popular people, man. It's cool. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah, dude. All right. I got a, <laughs> I got, no, no, my mom doesn't even call me anymore. Um, so yeah. Oh Jesus, Joe. You better, you better hope COVID lasts forever, dude, before I knock on that door. Um, okay, so I got second pick. Luke, you saved my ass because I would have cried if I didn't get the song. I'm going ill repute booking this cover. Not only one of the greatest, not only one of the greatest Nardcore songs of all time, one of the greatest songs of all time. Just the way it comes, the way it comes in. Yeah, the way it comes in. Uh, the lyrical content, you know, going slow to fast. Everything about this song is fucking perfect. If I was going to create like a 10 song playlist, uh, show to someone to get into punk, it'd be on there. Um, and it's my number one hardcore pick, uh, booking this cover. One of the standout tracks on their first LP. What happens next? Um, Joe, you got anything on this song? It's a, it's a great song. It was on my super seven. What would you seven songs you would give to a new kid to hardcore yeah i know so i should feel extra guilty for stealing it from you this time huh (laughs) no it's all right (laughs) it's payback from the mom (laughs) joke yeah that's right you know i was gonna i was gonna take a dog in song first but uh i guess i'll go booking this cover instead hey that could be a number seven just well you could use 
just you to drink keep... positive since they covered that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm picking this not only to get back at episode one for that mom joke. I'm going because it's <laughs> one of my favorite songs of all time. And uh, yeah, Boogie's cover. There we go. Let's get on it's to an uh, amazing song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stu, what's your uh, number one pick? All right, I'm going with the classic hometown pride band control. Um, this is pretty much everything I would ever want in a hardcore song, and the song is clocking in under a minute. Like. The riff is insane. Shout out to uh, Pitbus 2K. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> they have a similar riff? Yeah. For reals? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, no way, dude. I could have sworn that I was like, hey, Chops, you, you lifted that shit. Anyways, um, dude, everything about this fucking song, the fact that the secret lyrics, and it just like... The chant, the chant at the end, I just fucking feel it every time. And like, I don't know, dude. Like all the lyrics, like, like the um, the guest vocal spots at the end is just my favorite. I just fucking love the song. Are there really guest vocal spots since it's everybody in the band? I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the way Chris says the best damn place in the fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. So snotty, dude. I know it's good. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that song. Uh, whoever's knocking around, try to either mute yourself or don't do it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wrote this song the day before we recorded the demo. I think just because like, we're like, oh, we should have another uh, fast song on there or something. But no, I mean, that's hilarious. You think I would lift that riff because like it's not really a riff. I just go between right. seven and five as fast as I can. And then go to, and then go to no, eight. No, the, 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 the end riff, the end riff, because that, the circle part is just insane. It's just like, Oh, the, yeah. Oh, that's just generic or like, like super 10 million bands have done that. Yeah. I, not, I don't think so. <laughs> just pit bossing in control. And I lifted it off. Pit yeah, boss. dude. <laughs> I'm not lifting anything off Pit Boss. It's, the fucking it's Lockjaw a, lost a plot on that band. Oh man, you just got a. Uh, uh, it reminds me of track and vo- uh, the vocals and the uh, or the the gangs on that song because that's when the meltdown happened. So yeah, well yeah, because we're trying to we're trying to share like two sets of headphones, and so uh, <laughs> Roger like bent them all the way out so we could like try to all hear. And then episode one comes storming out. Who's better my headphones? And instead of Roger, the nicest guy that could have just owned up to it. And like Joe probably would have been like, oh, man, I can't get mad at Roger. I take it back. I'll just go back in my cave. No one said anything. (laughs) And then Tony probably like snarked off. (laughs) Then Joe went went into Joe rage. But uh, hey, Revis rage, dude. Yeah, Revis zero. I know. <laughs> but, well, uh, I need to specify out of all the, the times that the song's been recorded, I'd say my favorite is the break in the curse. For reals. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Ryan's voice is just insane on that. On that it's pretty recording. good. Yeah. 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 You know, like it's funny cause when we were in the studio for that, his voice sounded way different and he just couldn't get his scene together. Um, and we didn't like it. And I was like, 
I'm okay with it as long as you like, this is how you want your voice to be. Like, we just have to do this forever. And then, like, he was able to, like, not do that again from there on out. So that CD is just, like, a weird fucking thing. Plus, it was weird <laughs> that we, like, re-recorded everything. Like, that was just, like, uh, yeah. uh, the, the whole idea is weird. But I think that we were trying to give Six Weeks something kind of new. Because, like, they offered to do the record, and then Indecision was, like, right after. And then we were like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know what to do. It's just, like, it's hard to be strategic and know what you're doing when you're 19. You know? So. Yeah. That's all. But that's interesting that you like that. I haven't listened to that record in forever just because I can't listen to it because um, of the vocals. <laughs> but but the, the craziest thing about that record is the on Let It Be that like the snare got cut out. So like what you, what you, what you, <laughs> yeah. hear, what you hear on that CD is, is literally like Tony going in on another track and doing snare only. So like, all the snare hits, like that's Tony just playing a single snare drum. And then trying to figure out like all the rolls and the fills. It's pretty wild. He like nailed it. It's only a tiny bit on the second verse. Like you'll hear like a little bit of the the bleed that it feels it sounds a little bit phlegmy. But uh but yeah, Tony was a fucking beast and still is a beast. Um, yeah. yeah. You know he is. I try yeah. to I I've been trying to play a lot of post stuff, but it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. You're breaking up a little bit, Luke. Um so try, yeah, to get, up. try to get back where you were before and also speak up. Um, okay, let's go on to episode one. Joe, what's your number one pick? Yeah. Well, I'm picking Reflections Out the Gate from Clinch Fist because one of my most favorite songs. So, And, and just, a defensive move. Make, defensive move because you knew yeah. uh, Stu was going to take it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody might have. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Reflections, it's the name of a new comp that should be out sometime in 2025. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we ho- talked about it a bunch here. It's, it's, it's the tape comp that Stu's putting together. Um, <laughs> it's, this is the title track of it. Uh, it's basically it's the been, most hype comp in the history of the pod since we have two full episodes <laughs> on it. <laughs> dude, <laughs> so fucking popular. Thanks for the advertising, dude. I know. The Narco for Life comp only had one episode on it. All right. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Joe. Yeah, C- talk about the song. No, 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 it's okay. Songs I was just talking about the. I was going to talk about the band. The, you know, they're all you know friends of mine, guys that I'm in a band with now. All of them, or two of them at least. Uh, but it, the song meant the world to us back then, and for some reason, it still uh, resonates with you know at least with Stu's generation. I don't know about Luke's generation yet. Maybe he doesn't even know the song. We can. Oh, he's going to know it. We're going to sort that out for him. Yeah. Hey, Luke, that's a good question. Have you ever heard that song? Yeah. Reflection? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it is on the comp, on Fred's comp. That's right. That's right. It's on on localism. But, uh, yeah, sometime... Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometime in the month span of when this episode comes out, um, we're hoping Reflections comes out. Um, Just so everyone knows, Stu had a... He had a lot of problems with the plant. Like basically, do you get a test pressing on a tape, right? Like a tape test pressing. You do, and we we got one, and you know we we had a the fluctuation in volume was going in and out, and it's and there was something separate from the mastering and mixing, and so we returned it, got it back again, the second press, and uh, through like half a stand, uh, stand your ground song, which is like 
you're, you've already listened to like an hour and a half of music and then like the fourth to last song goes blank. Oh. And <laughs> it's just like, fuck, dude. So turn it back and the third test is in transit. So we'll see how that sounds in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it's out, um, you know, and obviously you can just follow the follow 185 miles South on Instagram and uh, yeah. you'll know when we'll it comes be out because we'll post it. Um, but yeah, class- that Patreon. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have to smash a Patreon. We'll tell you for free. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the way that we've, we've talked about the song a million times on the pod, but let's do it again. So just the way it comes in with like the, like the Tom fill <laughs> or like, yeah, he's just like playing on the toms. So ill. And then like, yeah, yeah you know, I, the, I, love, I always love a song that starts with that. Yeah. Yeah. The toms. Yeah. So I mean, good. And it's just so like, so that the energy's up and then it kind of like, he goes to a, like a fill and like when he drops to the fill, like the song's kind of dropping out a little bit and the singer goes reflections. And then like it comes in and it's like <laughs> the verse is so raging. And then I don't know. The whole song is fucking, super fucking catchy and then um we've talked about on the pod also but like the breakdown is so hard like yeah but i would say harder than brian baker but then like that's absolutely but i I feel it i feel it yeah a little a little bit of baker in there which is undeniable because it's forest right yeah and then it's yeah. like it's like what can make this breakdown any better? And then he just goes, <laughs> and like breaks into this beautiful solo, you know. And it's like it's like so hard and so like it's like prime. Uh, it's like how I left tomorrow era suicidal in a way, right? Where they do like a super hard riff, and then Rocky George is just huh. fucking playing like super beautiful melodies over the top of it and it's like a, 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 a pretty a melody shit, over yeah. It. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's like i don't know if i want to like smash something or cry right now you know like my emotions are just For real. Like, <laughs> like going through a blender Everywhere, dude. yeah so this is yeah. a beautiful song <laughs> and uh, soon enough everyone will be able to hear it on the reflections comp if if reflections is not already out by the, the time this airs um yeah okay Joe, anything else on this before we move on to uh, Luke for his back second pick? Luke. All right, Luke, let's, let's, go go with your, Luke. let's go with your second pick, Luke. All right, my second pick is from um, uh, a newer band, Civil Conflict. They've, they're younger. They're good friends of mine. Uh, from the new album, Live Fast, Skate Fast. It's called AI. And just, uh, it's just what it's about, just about how the government stuff, just artificial intelligence, how it's advancing so quick, just in front of our eyes. But just like the initial, the initial riff, it's just crazy. Uh, it starts off slow, and then firms the drummer just speeds it up with the drums. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's and cool. It just kicks in all fast. That's yeah, cool. I don't know if you guys have listened to them, but they're really good. Yeah, it's available on Spotify, everyone. Check out Civil Conflict. Um, and yeah, the album is called Live Fast, Skate Faster. It came out in 2019. So uh, if you search on on Spotify for Civil Conflict, you'll find it. And uh, AI is their uh, second most popular song there, looks like. So uh, very easy to find. Yeah. You, you don't even have to Classic scroll down. Skate punk. Yeah. And then it's pretty wild. I mean, Joe, when we think about the generation gap and like what younger generations can sing about. Cause you know, obviously you can sing about whatever you want, but sometimes, you know, I don't, 
I would feel weird about like people super young, like talking too much on like world and experience, you know? So it's like, that's why we've talked before about like, it's rad when young bands sing about like skateboarding and shit. But like, if you think about artificial intelligence, like this is a wild issue. If you're like a 16 year old person, because like, you know, we're a little older, we're establishing our careers. Like they actually do have to worry about the robots taking over and taking all their jobs. You know, right? Everybody just has has their phone, and whenever they're out, just hanging out, whatever. Usually, everybody's fucking looking down, texting somebody. Like, I feel like eventually people are just not going to know how to hold the conversation. And yeah, it's already like happening that robots are kind of taking our jobs. It's kind of crazy to think about, but I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's a reality yeah. fucking sucks. I think about it every day. I know, yeah. like how much stuff can you get replaced with? I mean, like you know, just in the past decade, have we seen like self checkout and stuff at uh? Yeah, that's what I was about right? to say. Self checkout, like that's taking out all the cashiers. Like eventually, everything's going to be self checkout some way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even even in like some fast food places, you can order and it just comes out. You know, so right. yeah, it's McDonald's, pretty wild. McDonald's, you just go yeah, up a fucking machine that McDonald's such a big yeah. iPad, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wild. You take what you want, and then it brings it to you. Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a subject that that has been touched in in hardcore for years too. But sure, I just think that it's relevant. The, 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 the reality, yeah, the reality is way, way, way. It's it's here now. Where before it was like, oh man, we're gonna worry about this in the future. Like, you know, like the future. Oh, oh, you know? Y two K, and now is the yeah. future. Like, <laughs> yeah, happening yeah. right before our eyes. Yeah, and it's only gonna get more yeah. prevalent. So yeah, shout right, out, yeah. shout out, Civil Conflict, great Oxnard band. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, great that's pick. cool to get on the list. Um, well, Luke, you've treated me well, so I'm gonna get my second number one pick, and. Uh, <laughs> Since, oh my God, choose a Stalag song. Well, I got four. Um, I'm only going to take one, but I'm taking black and gray. I want, I want to, you, you would, dude. You would. I I know. I know. Well, I I got a rager as my first song. I'm going to get some more ragers. So I'm going to take black and gray. It's again, like we're talking about, it's like, do you want to slam or do you want to cry? You know, like it's, it's so raging, but it's like emotional and like, you know, it's like the surface of a lake. Fucking love it. It's a perfect yeah. drivey mid tempo song. Um, you know, the recording, if if you guys listen to uh, the best. Yeah. If you guys listen to the Ron podcast, you'll understand why that fucking album sounds so good. They said they spent seven thousand dollars on it in 1984. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, that's why it sounds so good. And like, I don't know. It just has the perfect quality for like, it sounds like that old school punk, but it's so bright and you can hear everything and it just fucking rages. Yeah. Like you were saying, like you were saying on the the pod with Ron, how if you want to listen to one specific instrument, you can, like, if you just want to hear the lead guitar, like it's easy to listen to. If you want to hear the bass line, you can just hear that like easily. Yeah, clean. Everything's yeah. mixed so well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, they got someone else's money's worth on that record. So uh, <laughs> super yeah. rad. And uh, 
you guys are fucked, dude. Because I got a, uh, I got booking his cover in black and gray. I think Hardy won. <laughs> so what's that? No. Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. Nah. All right. Let's move on to uh, to Stu with your second pick. Uh, my second pick. And I feel the same way. It's like pick a fucking RKL song, and I'm going to, and it's going to be <laughs> CNU, which is on a rock and roll nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and and See? like. Dude, hey, like I, I, I can't help the choice cut. Hey, it's a good fucking song. So, dude, there's like it starts with like this unfollowable baseline. You have no idea what the fuck Bomber's even playing, but you just know it's he's just <laughs> shredding. And then, he's just, dude, he's so he's a god. Oh, he's a god. And then he goes into a, like he goes into this drum solo, and then the song really kicks in. And the song is about seeing your ex girlfriend in public after a breakup. <laughs> and everyone knows how that feels. Always so. a good time. Oh, dude! So, yeah. You're all confused. You're like, do I like, do I fight the dude that you're with, or do I fight you? <laughs> no, it just makes you want to stay inside and learn how to get really good at bass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's like what you should be doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. It's my number two fucking love this song and then like the end they just like chant it's just too much seeing you who band and band and yeah and oh, yeah. Stu's love for this album has been much documented on the pod well documented <laughs> and uh yeah so it's great to get it on there so um yeah that is RKL seeing you off uh rock and roll yeah. nightmare their 1987 LP second LP um, let's move on to Joe for your number two pick. Okay. So this is, uh, an attack move. I'm taking aggression. It's tenth energy. All right. <laughs> it's, it's cool, man. I have a plethora of, I have a plethora of aggression songs to choose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you can't go wrong with any aggression song either, but this is quite possibly the best one. Yeah. It's it about is skateboarding. Like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, they were in their twenties when they wrote this. Still, <laughs> you know, um, the the song, you know, both versions, the one on "Someone Got the Head Kicked In" and on "Don't Be Mistaken," are both phenomenal. Um, I do love the "Don't Be Mistaken" version better because of this, you know, the, the skate wheel at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, it was classic. Um, yeah. Hen- Henry's guitar playing, you know, I'm. I only play in a punk rock band because Henry play, Henry played guitar, um, and I wanted to be him. So uh, that's uh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, the bass is great. The drums are great. The recording is fantastic. The recording you know, is fantastic. You know, we we've had this discussion between In Control and and uh, uh, Don't Be Mistaken, which one sounds better? I think that they both sound incredibly well. Uh, I don't know which one sounds better. You say in control. I don't know. I think it's, I think don't be mistaken does, but nice. Catch me tomorrow and it might be different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this song is super crucial. And, uh, we talked about on the pod once thinking that, you know, we talked about the aggression album with the skateboard on it and we we're trying to, to brainstorm, like how many, uh, albums prior to this had skateboarding on the front of it. And, uh, yeah. I did a deep dive on that. So if anyone's curious, go to the, 
go to at 185 miles south on Instagram. And uh, I did one of those things where like you save your story and like you can click on that. And there's like, I found like 30 albums prior to this that have like a skateboarder or a skateboard on the front yeah. of it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, and Dean and- yeah. There's a ton of stuff and a ton of Euro stuff as well. But as far as like hardcore and punk, it was like JFA and a couple others. But uh, but yeah, all sorts of other stuff like surf and instrumental and like just a, a a different types of you know Euro bands playing stuff. I didn't I didn't like dig in to see what kind of style of music they were playing, but you could tell it was like yeah European. So um, yeah, love the pick again. Can't go wrong with any aggression song off. Uh, Don't be no. mistaken. Um, and yeah, love it absolutely. Um, let's go back to Luke with your number three pick. All right, my number three pick—it's got to be. It's a hard one, probably to the core by Dead Heat for sure. Ah, that the, the way the way it opens up, just that just that slow kind of riff, yeah, and then it yeah, just the way it goes from fast to slow so smoothly. It's cool, and the breakdown is crazy. <laughs> it's so it's like a classic modern hardcore anthem. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, like definitely. there's like a million parts in this song, but it doesn't come off like pretentious or wanky. No, it's like how do they? No, it's have, good. Yeah, like how do they have that many parts? And it sounds like a cohesive short song. It just transit. Yeah, it transitions so well. Yeah, it's great. It's just like it's, they even transition like the song completely stopping and then just heavy riff and it's like right oh like oh, I yeah. thought the song was fucking over right and it still doesn't seem dragged mm-hmm. out it's it's just it's absolutely brilliant songwriting you know again it's like it's the thing that makes like hardcore music so great at its like best is like taking um you know a style that's been so overworked you know for so many generations and still like coming up with a way to make it fresh. Um, this, this picks awesome. And yeah, it was on my list too. Stu, you have it on your list. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah, we all did. Yeah. Okay. Joe, you had it too. So yeah. yeah. Well, thanks Luke. Go fuck yourself. nice steelies there welcome to the pod no yeah (laughs) no that's what it's all about is get get these big ones in early the stuff you need so much respect i your picks have been awesome so far um but you can't go wrong like we're talking about you know i was singing before i've i've done a couple of these now and uh you know doing a top 10 is hard you know but then to like yeah. cut it down to seven is like brutal. Like you're you're literally cutting three songs out of your top ten, which is already hard to do, you know. So, but I love it. I love it because it's they're all going to be good, you know. Even if like someone chooses yeah. a sorry band, it's going to be like that one song that's sick. So, right. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. My number three. I am gonna take Doctor No. Watch it burn. Um, uh, <laughs> let's pay back. <laughs> so, um, Dr. No, again, can't go wrong period. Um, no. I, mean, I, I love the whole career. Like there, there's nothing that they've done that I haven't liked. Um, 
I love the early Brandon stuff. Um, could have chose stuff off that and plug in Jesus is an absolute masterpiece. Um, but this is a seven inch right after, uh, after that. And they redo this song on this Island earth as well, but I'm choosing the seven inch version. It's just faster. Um, yeah. and yeah. this is, yeah. just, uh, this is a perfect fucking song. You know, like I, I was, I was singing life returns might be my favorite Dr. No song or this, and it's like, ah, watch it burn. This has everything in it that I want to show uh, people about, like, the power of Dr. No. Although yeah. Circle of Fear yeah. has, like, the fucking, that's Ismael, like, oh, the bass solo part where it's just drums and bass. It's like, I kind of wanted Circle of Fear, too. It's like, but uh, whatever. I'm taking a watch it burn um, off the burn 7-inch. Dr. No, I believe, 1985. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe, you got anything on this? Um, I mean, the the song is phenomenal. It's been covered by just about every band that I can think of, you know, that it, here in, in Ventura County. Um, it's it, it's a great song. Um, I, I I agree that the seven inch that the Bernie P version of the song is is better than uh, the the Silent Earth version. But only because, like, like you said, it's it's just it's just got more uh, edge to it. Well, it's it's faster. Um, maybe the quality of the recording of the sound on Earth is better, but yeah. But this song it loses it loses that fire. So right, right. It's not to say that it's bad. It's just the the Burn EP version's better. Yeah, I wonder if it would be a thing like, you know, you kind of like what Bad Brains album you heard first. Like, what if you mm-hmm. heard the This Island Earth version first? I wonder right. if you would. You'd probably like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, like <laughs> you'd like it. I like both, but uh, but yeah, like <laughs> you, you think that you think that you'd prefer it? Maybe. I mean, yeah, because if you're used to like that that banging recording, and then you go to something that's a little more raw, it might sound yeah. like you know a demo for it. But uh, right, they're both it, still. Sorry. No. You, right. You're going to say what I'm going to say. So go ahead. I was just going to say they're both still three piece. So it's just, just Kyle, Ismail, and 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 Rick. Um, so it just they had more money to do, you know, the the metal blade or or what? Uh, it wasn't metal blade yet. What was it? Uh, was it Death? Yeah, Death Records, which became which Hard. which was bought out by Metal Blade, I think. Right? Yeah, or it was a subsidiary or something. It's related. Yeah, to so metal something blade. like that. It was it was tied it was tied to Metal Blade somehow. You're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh that's my pick. Yeah. And let's go on to uh Stu for number three. <clears throat> my number three, since I got shafted, <laughs> is gonna be sometime by Starlight thirteen. Mm-hmm. Oh that's classy. Um the song like it's just like how many times have you wanted to fucking knock someone out because they're not listening to you? <laughs> like too many. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like that. That the first time I ever felt like that, that I could really remember like a song like really speaking to me was like when I first heard the song. And um, uh, funny enough, actually, the first time I heard it was on the Narcos Seven Inch, um, which. I think was the pretty much like I mean you guys love that song but that was also the point uh, from the liner notes in that seven so that was like the point of doing that cover 
I want to say, or it was from an interview or something I read, but uh, Grab Me, dude. The song fucking rules. It's like, it just hauls so much ass and then like the closed hi-hat by itself. Yeah. Really blends it. That's like the make or break part and it fucking makes it. That makes the whole song for me. And um, I just think more closed hi-hat circle pits should be a thing. Well, they use it as like a bridge. <laughs> they use it as like a bridge, yeah. which is so brilliant. I mean, this is yeah. their, this is their like blasting song on that twelve inch, like you know, because of the demo, all the songs yeah. are kind of blast, and then on the on in control, they do like pretty like thought out songs, and then this is just like yeah. a blasting energy. Like we're doing verse, chorus, verse, chorus out. There's like zero fluff on this song, but they still put in like those little in- intricacies, right? Like oh, we're gonna have yeah. everything cut out except just the drums before we go into the chorus with the riff you know, and bring everything back in. So it's like that much more powerful. It's fucking so good. And like the, this, this song also like it's Ron's voice at its like best. Yeah. Like when he's like doing the, da, da, ba, da, 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 da. like he's just doing that Ron shit that you love, you know, like, yeah, yeah I just he, love Ron's voice. All around. Yeah. He's just right there, like dialed into that zone where it's like, Oh my yeah. God, you know, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the song where it's just like, like it ends on his voice, you know, sometimes like, like, yeah, that's so, so good. cool, dude. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It cuts out like a note early too. So it can be by itself. Yeah. It's fucking right. perfect. Right. I have yeah. to say sometimes. Yeah. So fucking rad. Absolutely love okay. it. Um, yeah. It's great. Um, great pick. Yeah. And Joe with your number three. My number three is Sleepwalk and Ill Repute. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was my second. <laughs> that was my backup choice if I didn't get Boogie yeah. Cover. I mean, there's a couple other phenomenal Ill Repute songs. So it's like, you can't, you, again, you can't go wrong. But uh, since you took book, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my number two, which is Sleepwalking. Um, you know, it's that, uh, that kind of song that, that, I mean, it's a make-believe story, but it's a story that carries out through through the song and really through the the next Sleepwalking Two and Sleepwalking Three as well, right? Yeah. But um, so I always thought that was super cool. Uh, you know, obviously the that slow dirgy, you know, uh, Carl's drumming and you know, uh, uh, Tony and Jim come in on on those on their you know doing those single note picks, you know, and, all, and then John's voice and like everything. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great song. And then it's, and then it goes fast and then back to slow. But, you know, it's like, it's that, that really, for me, that's what grabbed me for this band originally. The, the, the fact that they did that kind of stuff, like, you know, with like fuck with my head and like that kind of stuff too. So um, yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, Apex Pit song, you know, of slow to fast. Yeah. And then also like going with like the creepy notes on the slow part. Ding 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 So good. And yeah, Joe, I love that you you brought up that there's Sleepwalking two and three. Um Sleepwalking Three is I think one of their most underrated songs. It's one of the Oh yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, I mean like that and Burning off Transition are great fucking songs. So that album is pretty sorry. Yeah, I just go ahead. I just think Transition is just a, a, a overall underrated album. 
yeah, it has its moments like that, right? Like it gets written off as like yeah. a crappy album, and you know that's not totally wrong because it's not that great of an album. But it's like it's one of those things like when you know Slayer in the 2010s or the 2000s like puts out a new album. It's like I don't need Slayer to write a masterpiece. Like if you give me like two great songs, I'm fucking stoked. You know, yeah, like then we're chewing, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like you'll repeat at that time has put out so much stuff because like. The demos are so prolific. The first seven inch, then an LP, you know, and then all the stuff off like the yeah, live yeah. seven inches. They're on like every single Mystic Comp with like exclusive songs. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. they have a shit ton of material. You almost like I don't need them to, you know, they can give me like good song number forty five and forty six. I don't need like best song like forty five through sixty. It's like just pepper me with some hits, man. You know, and yeah. and transition yeah. does that. <laughs> there's like there's good shit on there. And uh, transition is actually available on Spotify. People can check it out, and I would say yeah. definitely check out uh, the song "Burning." It's like Tony singing, and it's fucking beautiful. And then "Sleepwalking Three is just a rad song. Um, so yeah, but nothing touches "Sleepwalking One." You know, it, it's perfect. Oh, I know. It's perfect. And and I didn't only have two RP songs on my list. I I had uh, I had five in case in case you guys got greedy. <laughs> <laughs> more than the people in the in the pod dude it's so repute some people might pick two songs you know right hey, that's fucking true you yeah. know who knows it happens. Yeah. yeah but uh okay let's shoot it back to luke for uh your song number four all right my fourth song is better way by in control and i just really like that last part where ryan says um if uh, he never makes a change, put the gun up to his head and let the bullet take him away. I feel like everybody, well, I mean, me at least, I just, in my lifetime, I want to make a change for the better somehow. Uh, whether it's, it's protesting for what I believe is right or whatever, I just yeah. want to make a change for the better somehow in this world. Yeah, it's like either make a change or, I mean, you're going to die. It's like... Yeah, for sure. Might as well. And die for nothing, yeah. Exactly. And the change... Like, I think that, you know, positive change can be spread out over lots of things. Like, you know, if you want to just live a pretty mundane life and have a couple kids... Oh, yeah. Your your change can be... Your change can be, um, you know, raising kids to have a good outlook on life and, and live a good life, you know, or it could be change the fucking world. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the right attitude. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I wrote, I wrote that. So it's like, Oh yeah. Hell yeah. It was just like, you know, if my purpose is not ever going to be felt, then fuck it. Like take me out, you know, but like, I'm going to, exactly. I'm going to make a concerned effort that like, I will be heard. You know, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make a dent in this world, no matter how small it is, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a kind of grim. Like, if I if I knew today that I would never make a change, I'll put a gun under my my head and blow shit. myself away or whatever. But but uh, yeah, it was meant in a positive way. Let the bullet way. take me away. Yeah, let the bullet take me away. Yeah, it was like sure. It was like, that's pretty grim, but it was actually like I was trying to be positive with it. So, um, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I won't argue um, with this pick. <laughs> go, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Stu. 
All right, my pick. Number four. Oh, wait, did you get cut off? No. Oh, no, I thought you were jumping in. I wasn't shooting it over you. No, I, I wait. Got, no, no, no. Oh, I got to no, go you're before next. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. So, I thought you were um, trying to talk, so I was saying go ahead and talk. I, I was going to ask you say. something, Zach. Yeah, yeah, say. Okay, the end of that song. Guitar, the clean guitar. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, with the acoustic. And then, like, that part where all I imagine in my head is someone throwing a TV. That's what I feel like throwing a TV would sound like. <laughs> yeah, they- <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I would say that acoustic, oh, yeah. that acoustic part goes, like, four times too long. But uh, it is, like, a nice transition. Um, but, again, like, that's, the, that stuff's weird in, like, the era of, like, CD then and then digital, too. It's, like, where what do you do with that? Because, like, you, like... I don't know. Do you want to listen to it on the end of that song or the beginning of the next song? Or do you make it its own track? Like, I don't know what you do. Yeah. That was always like one of those weird things, like along with intros, like, what do we do with this? And that's why vinyl is always better. Just listen to the whole fucking thing. That's how it's like meant yeah. to be, you know? Right. So, what yeah. Was fuck tracks. Yeah. Fuck a track, dude. Listen to the record. Joe, what was your question? <laughs> I was going to ask you, you know, Luke, Luke made this, you know, uh, adding it to his list because it means something to him and, and he he's taking what 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 you know what you wrote what ryan singing and uh associating it to today how does that make you feel that something you wrote that that long ago affected a kid almost 20 years later right yeah joe this is my podcast i ask the questions i know I'm just That's playing. what I'm asking you <laughs> because we don't get to talk about this stuff all that much. No, obviously, like because you dodge your I, shit all the time, so that's, no, that's okay. why I'm grilling you. All right, you can put me on the spot. I will say this: um, since like doing in control back then, I've always taken the craft very seriously because I think of this. I used to have a chip on my shoulder, like back then, about you know people would like kind of look down on hardcore. I would see it like from Voice of Defiance and Standard Ground. Um, Cause you'd see like these people that are in bands, like alternative type bands or whatever. And they'd be confused. Like how do these bands, like how do these shitty like punk hardcore bands like draw all these kids at laser star and my fucking alternative band that's playing like popular movies, music doesn't draw shit, you know? Okay. And like, I took it seriously and like, I still do is because it's my favorite music. <laughs> it's my favorite music. Like there is merit to this stuff just because you don't understand it. You don't get it. Doesn't mean there's not merit to it. Um, I do think punk and hardcore is some of the best music in the fucking world. When people take it seriously and they like work with the tools that are provided to them in this music. And you just push the boundaries a little bit to try to make it fresh. Like we've said the same thing, you know, when we, we were uh, saying really nice things about the dead heat song, perfect fucking example. It's a band that came in, took their craft very seriously, you know, had a mission statement, came out and are universally loved by like our scene, right? It's like these guys are coming out, they're paying respect to it, they're pushing the boundaries, and it's like everyone loves them. There's like no hate, you know? I I think it's amazing. And so like that was the the idea I took from the beginning was to be very serious about stuff and try to write timeless stuff. Like there's obviously 
anytime you're writing stuff when you're young, there's stuff that you're going to write and look at oh, yeah. and, and yeah. cringe, yeah. right? Like, Oh, I would have done that different. Or I would have done this different. Um, Plenty. Yeah. But like that, I mean, that song especially is like, it is a standout track. I think, um, you know, musically and, I mean, the riff is like whatever, but I was never really a riff writer. I was more of a songwriter. And I think that comes from connecting so much with Bad Religion when I was young. It was like... Right. And, and, but, and Butt Rock. Yeah. Well, they're they're pretty riffy in Butt Rock. Um, yeah. They got tough. some noodlers there. But like Bad Religion is more like the the verse is like the the vehicle for the lyrics. Um, yeah. And, and I was just never that good at guitar either. So... So yeah, I mean, like it, of course, Joe, it feels really good. Um, you would hope that's the mission, and we've like just how he said about making a difference and hoping, you know, hoping you make a difference. Like, yeah, you're hoping that the stuff you do is timeless because it meant something to you, and it's not just meaning something to you in the moment. Um, like all that stuff still means a lot to me, and I think that that's like part of the reason why um, some people can like connect to me now. And like, you know, kind of buy into the projects that I'm doing is because they know I took it seriously then, took it seriously now. Like, I'm not making a joke out of this shit. You know, I like, I really ride for it. I really do love it. Um, you know, and I take my band seriously. You know, I like, you I, love, I love yeah, Retaliate. Yeah, yeah, you know, but like, don't take yourself seriously, you know? No, you have to <laughs> like, you got, I mean, look, you, you got to be able to like take a joke, right? Obviously. You got to be able to bust yeah. on your friends. And it's like, it's, that's one of the things is like my best friends are the people I can like joke with and make fun of because I love them. And so they can take the joke. Right. And the same thing is like, give it right back to me, right? you know, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Did that answer your question, Joe? It does. Okay. Absolutely. All right, cool. Um, so I am up next with my number four and Fuck, there's like two songs that I need on my shit. And I don't know if Snooze if Stu's gonna be sneaky. So I'm gonna take Down Presser Shiver off the Age of Ignorance. Alright. Um I love Down Presser. I think they're one of the best hardcore bands ever. From the 805. And like we've talked before about like how like RKL may have been the most like talented hardcore band ever. And they're from like Santa Barbara. And I love that. Like, you know, RKL and Downpressor obviously sound nothing alike, but I do just love the idea that like the band that's pushing the boundaries on like guitar work and like lyrical creativity and shit. It's like, I like that link of thinking like Downpressor is like the modern RKL, you know, they just like, they take it one step further and are that talented and uh, this stuff, The Age of Ignorance, 7-inch, uh, came out in 09. And I just think it's standout. The music is insane. Like, when it goes to the, the palm muting on the fast part, it's like, oh, my God. When this came out, I listened to that part a million times because it's just fucking perfect. And this is, like, Dan at his, like, absolute prime of, like, writing shit that, like, other people can't get away with. Like... He just has a swagger and some <laughs> lyric writing, right? Like when he says, like, you know, do you swear to tell the truth? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know? whatever. Yeah, and like oh, sticks dude. it and sticks it into a song and just fucking nails it. It's like that personality is just oozing and it's like 
he does he can do so much with like kind of the tongue in cheek but like fucking smart and just fucking uh, get ghetto nurturing dude yeah his his wordplay is insane he's one of the greatest lyricists in the history of this music um and it doesn't get talked about enough you know like people all say nice things about downpresser but i never hear him like dial in to like what makes him great and what actually makes him good right and they've always been blessed with great drummers um which you know is great and the riffery and the songwriting and then Dan's lyrics. And you know, they're, they're writing a little more cohesive tracks now. And it's still fucking amazing. Like that LP they did last year is one of my favorite records of the year. Um, but in their earlier iteration, it was their songwriting was so strange because they never like wrote verses and choruses. They went part, 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 part. And I used to think like, man, that would be so hard to write to, you know, for Dan, because like sometimes you just write a hook or a catchy chorus or something. And it's like, Oh my God, like I got gold here. You know, I get to hit it twice, but no, he'll, he'll like show you the gold, like in a random line, like live like a beast, die like an animal. If you're going to feast, feast like a cannibal or some shit. It's like, what the fuck? dude? And then he's (laughs) off it. And it's like, it makes it so much more brilliant. It's like, it's like, it's like hip hop, right? Bless you with like a line and a verse and like, you're, you're out of there. You know, it's like, it's not milking it. It's like, I don't know. I just, I have so much respect for the, the writing style. I love it. And that's not even touching that. He's got one of the best voices. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love Downpressor, And again, could have chose a million fucking tracks. They've never done a clunker. Every single record is fucking amazing. Um, but this is my favorite song. So I'm going Downpressor, Shiver, Off the Age of Ignorance. That is my number four pick, and I will shoot it to Stu. Well, let me just touch on that song real quick on how that's like probably, I mean, 360 Disease is probably my favorite track on that 7-inch, but that is like the underrated gem, and they didn't play that for a really long time, and I remember they just randomly played it at a Rock City show, and everyone from Oxnard was like so fucking stoked and just fucked it up. And I think that when they saw that reaction, they're like, sick, we're going to pull this one out a few more times. But, um, yeah, I love that song. That rules. Um, um yeah, that was that my was... number four though. Okay, go ahead. All oh. right. I picked dead heat paid the toll. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because they couldn't, they couldn't pick what Luke picked. It's cool. That's fine. Um, this came off of their split with Mindforce, uh, Mindforce in 2018. And I'd say this is a really good sing-along song, as well as uh, Circle Pit song, Moss Part, everything in there. Like The song starts with like leeway-tinged, twinkly, eerie guitar, and then straight into fucking slam. And it's just like time to mosh everything. And then Murph or Chris, excuse me. <laughs> that, was, um, that description. Someone hire someone hire this man. Hire this dude, man. Where, scream, where, man. Where are you at, Warner Brothers? Hire this man to do your fucking album write ups. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I will buy twenty. You know? Sorry. The scream. Oh man. That no, was, dude, that was so good though. That was so good, good though. 
<laughs> like, shout out, dude. Like, I mean, this this fucking song, like, it's just in the circle, the fastest circle pit ever is on this song. I don't know how John does it. I don't know how they could even riff to that, but. And then they, they reel it all in at the, at the end and they play the beginning and uh, just time to pay the toll. And every time I go to a toll booth, I think it was so. Dude, one time, uh, it was the first time I control was on tour and I went up to Albany to see a friend and like they hung out in the city. And then, so I took the van and I came to pick him up afterwards, like right out of the city is uh I can't remember. It was like Elizabeth, New Jersey and Newark, I think. And I can't remember where I was picking them up, but it was somewhere right over into New Jersey. Mm. And I kept missing the fucking exit, like for whatever. It was like really confusing. And so I'd have to go and turn around. And every time I missed it, I'd have to pay the toll again. And I fucking, I, mi- I, 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 and I, missed, I, missed, I missed this exit. Like literally I missed it three times. And by the third time I fucking had to pay that toll, I was like fucking raging, dude. I was like, the- dude, you didn't even write a song <laughs> about great. this. You should have yeah. wrote a song about it. <laughs> I was fully like the fucking principal on Beavis and Butthead, dude. I was like exploding, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. But yeah. that's, that's a shitty uh, toll shit. But yeah, this song rips, dude. This is good toll shit. You know? Um, yeah. This is the only good toll shit because tolls always suck. But I would definitely pay the toll to see Dead Heat. Dude, I will oh, pay that yeah. toll anytime Dead Heat is playing. You know? And then my bo- <laughs> and then my body's gotta pay the toll in the pit. Uh, <laughs> every time, dude. You get shot with fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Oh for real. That's crazy. Nah, the last time they played I was hiding like a foo behind the amp. I don't want none of that, dude. I don't want I don't want none of that. But uh, yeah, man, killer pick from a killer band, and uh, let's go to episode one for his number four pick. Yeah, I just wanted to say something about your pick, Zach. Uh, uh, Santa Barbara. You, you know, I was just thinking about that. That those because of RKL and then the Lagwagon guys, um, and. You know, that guitar proficiency was like a big deal to a lot of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Totally. You know, because you look at Capra and, and, and those and the other guys that he's jammed with, like they're all phenomenal guitarists. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it just it just pointed not to say that we have slouches down here, too, but um, but but it's 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 like a it's like an important piece of the craft to them where to us it was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I never, I could never do that stuff. Right. Yeah. I never even tried. And yeah, Capra yeah. is a great example. I mean, cause he's shred, yeah. he's shredded in like multiple styles, you know, from like, kind of like the, yeah. the, the more like evolution stuff. Um, right. and then like, Man, holy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like yeah. holier than now, like the straight, like crossover <laughs> craziness. And then, yeah. uh, now currently in like Railer and previously blasting concept doing like that style. Yeah. It's like whatever he's in, like, yeah, you're right. It's just guitar. Uh, yeah. Great point, Joe. Appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Appreciate that. It, it just occurred to me as Stu was talking about Dead Heat, another set of incredible guitarists as well, too. So, you know, but they're not from Santa Barbara. But you know, it's different. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, it might be that like people are like, "Fuck, we gotta step it up." You know? Yeah. Gotta step it up. All right. Uh, 
I'm just going to take this off the board and go with Falcon 13 Condition. Yeah. Someone had to take it. It's a good pick, dude. Hell yeah. You guys already, all, I think all of you got your Solid 13 songs already. So, um, yeah. So that's that's it for me on that. I love that song. I love that bass intro. John, John, John Morris, that bass is just fucking great. As we talked about how great that recording is, like everything about it is beautiful. Um, it's got that, uh, you know, uh, one of the earlier songs to do that where, where the drumming keeps going, but the, the music stops except the drums and, and then Ron singing over the top of that, you know, and they come in, you know, that stop break stuff that they did. Yeah. Um, that was, that was super cool. Um, I hadn't really heard that in, in much other music, uh, you know, and until, until listening to that. And then there's, there's hundreds of bands that do that now too, but you know, not necessarily that they're pioneers, but, it was one of the first that I heard. Uh, and the lyrics are fantastic. So that's my pick. Yeah. And timeless lyrics. And you're right. Like the, we talked about the cutout on sometime and here they're yeah. doing it on the chorus, you know, it's just like, we're writing a chorus and we're doing like the, like, so the singing and drumming keeps going. The guitar is just hitting notes, but still like, you know, it's so good. And you're right. That bass yeah. intro is like, what a fucking perfect way to start out. It always threw me off. I was like, this is like real songwriting. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. then after the bass goes, just have the guitar go by itself. Right, just one guitar. You know? Yeah. And yeah, just how they all come in together and it's just blazing. And you're like, oh, there it is. You know, like there's certain great albums that they're able to. Yeah, they're able to like set the sound like once everything comes in and it's like, you know, uniform choice screaming for change is like that. Yeah. Like once it comes in, uh-huh. it's blazing. And this is another perfect example. It's just like, wow, I fucking love this. Like, give me more, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Love the pick, Joe. Um, yeah. And uh, Casillas' guitar solo. Just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His soloing is next level. And and you sh- we should shout out to the the current iteration of the band as well. Um, the yeah, ben, the Ben dude like rages too. Yeah. You know? So Ben Halen. Ben Halen. Ben Halen. How about that? Also in Railer. That's right. Yeah. So the oh, yeah. the the Capra and uh, Ben Halen dual attack. You can't fuck with that. <laughs> you know. Oh, um, okay. Playing bass in that band too, but still. Anyway. Oh my bad. Well, hey, we fucked that up a lot, you know. No, that's I think, okay. Well, we well, we were we were talking on another pod about uh, Vic playing guitar in Beyond, and he was the bass player. You know, <laughs> we, we fuck up all the time. Like on uh, yeah, okay. on the on the on the build a band. I think I I called Matt Henderson's first band Blind Justice, and it was uh, Blind Approach. Yeah. Yeah, you got a blind so. in there. It's, it's like, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna fuck up. You know that's the funniest thing about any any time like someone comes on the pod the first time like inevitably they text me afterwards and they're like, hey, uh, I said this wrong. Can we like edit it? I'm like, nope. Like <laughs> you gotta take, right, yeah. you gotta take your lumps, dude. Like we're gonna get stuff wrong. That's what happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's shoot it back to Luke, number five pick. All right. So my fourth pick is 
destructive pro- progress by Peter Holocaust from the Bread to Slaughter album. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. Fifth pick, right? I I like all the three day Holocaust. Just how how deep it is. How many, how many like layers? You know, all yeah. of that. The drumming it is incredible. Yeah, fifth pick though, correct? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, all good. Go ahead. Let's go on with this three day Holocaust uh, featuring uh, friend of the pod, Andrew Hester. Andrew Hester. Yeah. Yeah, let's go into what makes yeah. this song special. It wouldn't stand out because all that three-day Holocaust shit rages. I love this LP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah, just the, the guitar. The, there's a solo, and then behind that, there's, there's so much depth, and the, the drums is just so incredible. Like he's like a robot. It's crazy. Adams is the craziest drummer. Yeah. He's the best drummer yeah. in Eight Hundred Five. He's gnarly. Adams, the drummer's I, name. I agree. Yeah, yeah. This guy's insane. He's so good. So good. Duke, 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 Duke. Hey, yeah. And Flyswatter too, right? Same. Yeah. Oh Flyswater. yeah. And he was in a band prior to these two bands called. Uh, Global Crime Syndicate, and they've been fucking raged too. Oh, I have that seven inch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Andrew gave it to me back in the day. Um, yeah, if you want to see how good this guy is, there's a clip on the one hundred the one hundred eighty five miles <laughs> on the Instagram. Right, he's the zoom in when he's doing that. Do 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 that. Yeah. 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 He right. he's doing it as good as Smelly, and hey, until Smelly comes on the pod, I'm saying he's doing it better than Smelly. So, hey, yeah. Shout out Smelly. Shout out Smelly. Shout out, shout out to Noodles. Um, <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, we, <laughs> we couldn't get to. We need uh, <laughs> need Smelly to come on the pod and be like, ah, here's why I do it better. Here's why I do it cleaner. Um, the invite is out there. I want Smelly on the pod badly. But this dude rages, and Three Day Holocaust is the fucking oh shit. yeah, great band. Yeah, yeah, great band. Um, shit. Yeah, they got they got, they got a lot of power. They got a lot of uh, uh, it's like a throwback, but but done modernly. It's I can totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally you agree know, with that. Like, it's like profane existence, but new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not afraid to, to to yeah. That 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 that's what I was gonna get at. They're not afraid to throw in those licks. That that I don't know necessarily this song because I can't think of this one off the top of my head, but. You know, they add a little bit of flavor to to what they do that sets them aside from from that old school. You know, but it's and still rap has, but vocals. It, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they're great. I will say their song on the Narcor for Life comp is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. You know, so everyone check that out. Um, that shit comes out like in a week from now. It comes out on September fourth. Away. I you can't know? wait. I know. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. You know, like the buildup has been uh, absolutely ridiculous. But September fourth, the day is almost upon us. So uh, this week is going to feel like like two or three months. Going to feel like that. I know. I know. We're going to have to have a, a Zoom party. So yeah, you know, sixty nardos oh, all on Zoom. 
on Zoom during Colt 45. Oh, that'll be obnoxious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, just okay. like the recording day with the fucking mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. My number pick. five pick. I am going Annihilation Time, about to snap off oh. Tales of an Ancient Age. And so this is the third Annihilation Time LP. Um, and I think this song is fucking perfect. They like, you know, the the first record with Fred is very blasty. And then they go into like blast, like the band, that style. Um, and then they go into more of like a mid-tempo punk with like lots of 70s rock influence in the second and third record. Um, but this song fucking has it all. Like, just like the riff, the do do You know, it's like it could have been a Thin Lizzy riff. You know, it's fucking so catchy and good. The scene is good. The fucking chorus is super, like, catchy, easy to relate to. About I'm about to snap. You know, what's up? Some of his best shit. And then, like, what makes this song so great, it's like, uh, you know, other than Iron Maiden and maybe Tom Waits, it's like the only song over four minutes that I like. And uh, it's like the song <laughs> The song could be over at, like, 2.30, and normally you'd be like, okay, wrap it up, boys. But, like, they just keep going, and it's, like, full instrumental, like the rest of the song. And they're just, like, milking that riff, and I just want to hear it all day long. That ding 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 and then they go to this fucking maiden ass riff. It's like ding 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 ding. And if you're like, and so they're doing that riff, and Chris is like playing like this other shit behind, and you hear everything so perfectly, like the guitar, the bass, all the shit, and and you're like, oh, that kind of sounds like Maiden. That's fucking sick. And then they're like, you're goddamn right, it sounds like Maiden. And they do that fucking octave shit where it's like two guitars going on like the different notes. It's like, you're like, oh my God, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) And then so like, and they milk it like perfectly like Maiden, like from the riff to like the other riff. And then like Graham just like goes into this face melting fucking solo, you know? And it's like, so it's like you have the, the best of this fucking band like all coming together on this song, you know? And then after the solo, like going back to the fucking riff again, you know, it's like, and it's like the riff is so good that after like this whole like build, you know, from riff to maiden riff to solo, it's like when it comes back to that riff, like, you know how you get sometimes like that comfort feeling, like you're like, Oh, we back to this now. And I like it, you know, it's so fucking sick. Um, I just think that like, I this band is great. They get appreciated a lot now. Um, but to narrow it down to a song, I think this is the one because everybody shines. You know, you hear like Chris yeah. play perfectly. You hear Graham doing his shredding plus showing off like he just knows how to like write riffs that aren't like wanky. They're just good. You know, the drumming is totally drivey. I think it's Noel at this time. Uh, I see there Tony. No, it's Tony. I think it's still Tony, right? Anyway, the drumming is good. I can't remember if it's Noel or Tony. Um, and then Jimmy writing fucking catchy shit. Um, I just sing the song rules and it belongs on my top seven, my top super seven. Um, 
Anyone else have some on this band? I need to hear this shit because I have not. Okay. Tales of the Ancient Age. And I think that some people consider the second album their classic. Um, It, I think that sonically it's not as good as this. Um, I think the third record is like where they just pulled it all together perfectly. Um, And yeah, you should check it out. I believe it's all on Spotify, Um, but you should also get the record. So this is classic enough that you want to have in your collection. Um, Really the whole catalog. And then on to Lecherous Gaze as well, which is also fucking awesome. Love that band. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. Okay. Let's take it to uh, Stu for your number five. My number five is going to be No Motive, Give Me Strength. Ooh. From. uh, Fuck yeah. From uh, Dug After Healing. Um. It's such a heartwarming song. It's just like, it's such a pump up song with all the feels. It's like, this song literally gives me strength to paddle out because <laughs> the first time I heard it was on Transworld Surf for PlayStation 2. Oh, yes. And which that was like 2001. And goddamn, like, because I think No Motive, they really did a good job of kind of bridging the punk rock into like catchy pop music, like pop rock music. Like they did such a good job at that. Okay, see, yeah, for sure. and, and when I was a kid, like it just brought it all together for me. I was like, "This is the fucking shit." So I remember renting that game a lot just to hear that song. And uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking love the song. Like I don't know, it's my pick. That's all I got. I like this song too. It's good. Um, I like their whole catalog. Oh yeah, and I'm glad no more. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, the song is uh, it's uh, let's see, it's on the second record, right? Yeah, diagram. Yeah, yeah. Second if, vagrant record. Second, yeah, yeah, second vagrant. Yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a great song. You know, Jeremy's vocals are just fucking so solid on it. Like this is, you know, um, people had issues with his voice when he was trying to do some of the hardcore stuff that they did early on. Um, I always appreciated it. I always thought it was cool, but maybe his voice fits this stuff better. Um, you know, uh, I agree, but yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. This, this might be Roger's song too. If I, trying to remember um but yeah it's good stuff i like the song savior off the circuit the most like it starts out so gnarly yeah so good there's like there's no chorus right it's just like yeah it's verse bridge verse bridge back to intro sick I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is great. I think Jeremy's voice is always great, but it's the best on like that the the third vagrant record. Like on the darkness will be away. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Cuz that's like that's like undeniable. That's like legitimate good radio song, you know, like you know like a band put like I don't know. 
I don't know an example because I like that Strokes band. Who was that band that did that uh, when we were young song? That was like a, a a Strokes era type band. Do you remember? I don't know. Whatever. My yeah, I remember there was a lot of bands around that time that were like the the the, strokes, the hives. No, I'm just saying like okay, so let's use Adele as an example. It's like it's just like when you know there's like some popular artists that you don't know or follow, and they actually have a good song. You know, and it's like, oh shit! Like yeah. this is like this that no motive song is like on that level. Like if it came across the Absolutely. radio, if that song came across the radio, it'd be like, well, that's a good fucking song. Like, what is this? You know, um, I was saying it was on that level, but yeah. yeah, love the pick. Glad they got in. Um, and let's go to Joe for your number five. Number five, shit. Um, okay, well. Um, it's a toss up between two songs and they're back to back on the record. Um, but, um, I'm going to go retaliate Nardway. Fuck. God damn it. That was my pick. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Okay, well then I'll go with my other pick. What's... No, take it. No, you take can't it. take it back. Take it, take it, because I was really going to take it. So you should steal it. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. It's my number Fuck seven. Me. Okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> what was the other it's one that though? Song. Times has changed. Oh, word. I love that song. I, I, yeah, no, you, you know what? I'm. I, you guys can fight over that song. I'm. I'm taking times to change. Fuck it. I'm changing it. Yeah. All right. Be, I, I love the way, I mean, you took that Biggie thing and you like, Dude, so good. like, like readjusted it to, to um, you know, to, to Nard representation. You know, it was all a dream. You used to sit around reading it to Read live fans. Like that, that is fucking awesome, dude. That was such a fucking stroke of genius on your part. Um, yeah. well, I'm glad so. I changed it because originally it was, I used to read hardware fanzine. And yeah. then no, better. And then I was like, yeah, I should point to the Nard. But it's yeah, yeah. Nard way for sure. I mean, you could get away with hardware too, I guess. But still, no, then the it's alive is better. But Fred, Fred yeah. transitioned from like a zine that had interviews to like a full photo zine at the end. So then, like, I didn't like, and honestly, that's kind of why I leaned into it. Also, is because like, kind of how I talk about Dan leaning like the smart way on the lyrics, like. The retaliate stuff sometimes, like I, ironically lean like into the moronic caveman, and I kind of thought it was funny. Like I read, pi- I read pictures, you know, like <laughs> like like for all the for all the for all the for all the people that like you know only knew like the last few it's alive, like didn't know that there was right, like right. interviews and shit. It's like the scene report. It's like whoa, this guy's a fucking moron. Like all he reads is like photo books. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking genius. Oh, yeah. I read the captions of the photos. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Standard ground on the Marquee. But the who, who? I think we lost you, you for a second, Joe. What do you? What would you ask? Uh, so, uh, who wrote the music for this? Uh, I believe it was uh, Andy Brady because he said okay. that he ripped off the chorus from Led Zeppelin. I don't know what song. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, dude, it's it's pretty dope, dude. Like like I love that I love that chorus. Um I love the way that you do the uh uh the way that you throw in the 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 uh, the, the, the gangs at, at certain spots. It's just, I don't know. It's just really clever. 
So I'm going with that one. I appreciate it. Bernard way. I appreciate it. Some of my favorite lyrics for sure. Um, and it makes me feel, it makes me feel good inside listening to that. Well, that whole record, but that, that song in particular, those two songs back to back, especially. Oh yeah. Just because they're both about the Nard in one way or another. So that's that, that I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, makes I appreciate happy. that. <laughs> makes me happy too. I love that song. Um, and still in our set list. So in, until the new record comes out, we only play it. But, uh, <laughs> no, not going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Let's take it back to Luke for your number six. All right. My number six is, is our savior by Boston fishing. I really like right. how, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I had it too. Just the, the intro <laughs> uh, starts off slow and then it, it builds up and it explodes. Makes you just want to hop in the pit. Yeah, great. This Paul's confession, probably one of my favorite, my favorite band. Yeah. yeah, this seven is just so good. I really like all this shit. Everything about it, like oh, yeah. you know, very similar to like the plug in Jesus style, um, but it's it's its own thing as well. Um, the vocals are great. The music's great. This yeah. is this is okay. one of the this is one of the best mystic recordings there is. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, probably the best mystic recording. Yeah, all the other ones. Not and, nobody, and nobody outside of Bernard really hears it, knows this record. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah, a shame. Unfortunate. Yeah, it's so good, and I I love the art on it. Um, just again, everything about it is is great. Um, and it's kind of interesting. I think that the more rare version is the black final version. Like it's a little easier to find on pink. Um, now the ones they sell it just has a bad pink sign on it. Yeah. The twelve inches they sell with that song. It's just a, it's just a bad mystic sign. Not even any. It just is false confession and then the mystic logo. That's the whole cover. It's kind of unfortunate. Huh? Yeah. But, huh. And then yeah, like, I'm pretty sure they have that one at Salzers, and then, yeah. Huh? It's another one where like, what's the what's the Doctor No record? Is, is it on Plug In Jesus when like uh, it's when I was like wearing the Serape? Yeah, yeah, and it's like I love that band picture. It's like these guys look cool as fuck, and like yeah. it's the same thing on the back of like the False Confession. It's just like you know right. you gotta they're they're kind of like they're all in black and shit, and like you know Israel's got like charged up hair and a fucking jacket. You know, and there's another dude like wearing like uh it's like a cut up like black shirt over a white shirt. And it's like these guys just look fucking cool, you know? Like, you know, <laughs> that's something that's something that we like try to not we don't talk about too much. Although, you know, Daniel on the pod does a, a great job of discussing how how much he likes like album art and so forth. But uh and also like, oh that guy looks cool as fuck. But I think that's okay to say. Like uh you know, because we're not super into image and shit, but it's like sometimes shit just looks fucking cool, and these guys look cool yeah, on the back. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know, it's rad. It's kind of cool they do the photo because like they're kind of they're kind of dipping into some of that darker shit. Like this is straight raging hardcore, but you can tell it's like tinged with like a little bit of the death rock stuff. And I like uh-huh. I like that they like actually show a photo of them on the back because it's like. Okay, cool. Because they're also like not trying to be like creepy guys. 
like, ooh, you don't know what we look like, you know, because we're creepy <laughs> and we're in the dark all the time. You know, it's like, no, what's up? This is who we are, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I don't know. I love this right. pick. I love this seven inches. It's one of my favorite seven inches of all time. Um, yeah. Fred's guitar playing is fucking top notch on that. Oh, yeah. And that, like, like, like Luke was saying, that intro. Nah, 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 yeah. So good, dude. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I lo- I love the one song yeah. that has like that that bridge on it's all left behind myself in you, left behind myself in you, and then just like fucking rages right after. Oh, I think it's just as I am, but uh, I'm so oh, bad. Yeah. I'm so bad at song titles. Um, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> love the pick and fuck down to my number six, right? Number six. Number six. Okay. Chase. I got to take an aggression song. And <clears throat> I think this is so hard because I think my favorite song is Insomnia. But I see two tentpole songs out there still. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to choose between Locals Only and SATC. And I am going to choose. Uh, I'm taking SATC. I fucking I love it. I love them all. I love this whole fucking record. How do you like? <laughs> it it hard, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Slam of the Club, Aggression, off. Uh, don't be mistaken. So rad. Like basically just saying, like, you know, there's chaos inside here, but this is like our shit. You know, like controlled chaos. Yeah, for the most yeah. Part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, let's come and get wild here. Like, don't fuck around outside because like the outside world doesn't understand us, you know? So like, don't, don't be fucking throwing bottles and shit outside. If you got something to let loose, let it loose in here. You know, I love in that here, idea. Like, it's like, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's such like a, a great way of talking about like, this thing is ours, you know? And like, everyone's invited. They're saying like, come on, dude, let's do this shit. You, you got something to get out. Take it out in the pit, you know, like it's not okay. like an unwelcoming song. It's not an unwelcoming song, but I do love the, like the idea of like, this is, this is ours. Like punk and hardcore is ours, you know, and not ours. Like, like, you know, these few of us, it's like ours, like everyone included. Yeah. Know, this is ours. Um, yeah. So that's going a little deeper in it. And uh, yeah, love the song. It's just a fucking rager. Um. Yeah, that's my so groovy. That's my number six. Um, let's take it to Stu number six. All right, this is the the deepest cut. I, I you know I think Retaliate got the picks, so I'm going with uh, Burning Dog, Ripped and Torn, off of Last Days. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you've been talking to Ryan. <laughs> no, dude. I just I wanted to go deep, dude. Because this song is is fucking rad, dude. Like <laughs> it's complicated songwriting. There's a bunch of parts on this thing, and then the double bass breakdown that comes in <laughs> multiple <laughs> times is <laughs> so heavy, dude. Just <laughs> and then you guys end it with like that like funky blues. Dump, like dump, breakdown. Dump, 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 da, 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 da. Yeah, dude. 
It's so catchy. I fucking love this song. Stu loves it so much because it could have it could have been on uh, it could have been on Rock and Roll Nightmare. Oh yeah, dude, (laughs) totally. It totally would have fit, dude. No, it's not true. (laughs) What about heavy shit? Yeah, John. John's gonna be stoked you pick you pick this song. So he wrote the song, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all John. The um, the that outro piece, like it was from a. Oh, it's not cameo. Uh, a body, body, rocking the boots. You know that song? That I I can't even think of who that is. It's some like you know, like uh, 80s top 40 uh you know uh not soul but uh you know like prince like like you know like kind of funk era stuff and john just learned that riff and then we started fucking playing it so that's actually what that is it's <laughs> we almost true. we we almost covered uh uh don't go chasing waterfalls because john figured that out like yeah. that almost became a burning dog song too another good song but uh, but the one you chose it was called Knockin' Boots. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm gonna try to find the name the name of that song. Uh, I hope it is called Knockin' Boots. My body's rocking, knocking the boots. That rules. Yeah. Um, that's Knockin fucking rad. Boots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pick up Last Days if you haven't on CD from uh your your local thrift store because that's where I found mine. <laughs> It's, well, there it's on it's it's on the, our Spotify. I'm I'm uh, in the process of getting all this stuff, and maybe by the time the pod comes out, it'll all be up on on Spotify. Okay, so uh, look for Burning Dog on Spotify, but but also it's it's on the yeah. it's on the uh, SoundCloud. It's on for SoundCloud, sure, right? yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, what yeah. I, that's what I meant to say at first. It's all on SoundCloud right now, but it'll be on Spotify here shortly. I'm in the process of doing all that now. Okay, but can they just search Burning Dog on SoundCloud and find it? Uh, I think it's burning dog with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, yeah! You gotta, you gotta yell. Somebody else that. jacked me. What? <laughs> oh, there is there, no. There's a there's a Japanese band called Burning Dog, right? No, they're from like uh, Malaysia or something. Oh, a Malaysian band. Okay. Yeah. There's just so many good. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of good bands out of Malaysia too. But uh, <laughs> no, they're. I mean, it's popping, dude. But yeah, yeah. I was thinking that like. I, I thought they were like a Japanese like D beat band. Um, no, they're like a grind band, but like Malaysia does have like one of the biggest best hardcore scenes in the world. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the song uh, it's uh, John singing the uh, the the main riffs, and then I do I'm the one doing the screaming. But this was Ryan's favorite song. Like he he uh, yeah, Ryan for that. Like you guys got to play this song. You guys got to play it. We never played it, you know. And then the one time we did play it, he didn't come to that show. That's what you get for not delivering all those times for him. (laughs) I thought it's we do we do we do play it. I I mean, the the last couple times that we played the few reunions we've done the past ten years or so, you know, two or three. Like we end shoes with with that outro that you're talking about too. Like we play shoes and then we exit with that that part. That's right. That that yeah. So anyway, I thought his favorite song was Morning Missile because he would always say it's so relatable. I mean, I'm I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, he, he let's, loved it. 
let's take it to Joe for number six. Okay. Number six. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go repeat your 800 quality of life. Mm. All right. Nice. Okay. Dude, you got you got reflections okay. and quality of life. I mean, yeah, yeah. you would. <laughs> <laughs> reflections of a year right? Yeah, because I stole that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, those are the two best '90s Narcore songs. I mean, maybe uh, maybe add like "Control Your Life" on there as uh, right. as the three tent poles and Cockboy. And shoes, shoes, yeah. And there you sitting inside with his wife, got three kids and a lovely wife. Never in life do you see this wrong. What will you do with your mom? <laughs> Mom's out there living on the street, living <laughs> in a box, mumbling feet. What you did was so damn wrong. Simply not to love your mom. Mumbles, mumbles in the street. Mumbles, mumbles. This is your baby. Mumbles, mumbles. Mumbles, mumbles. Oh, she was love. So she doesn't match the decor of your house. Now she lives in a trash can. The whole fucking kind of like a mouse. Hey, we're talking '90s classics, hardcore. I gotta. I'm not gonna stop now, dude. Yeah, don't stop, dude. Keep going. Uh, so, repeater eight hundred. <laughs> yes, repeater eight hundred. We, talk, we talked. We talked much love about the song already on the pod on. The uh, both of the reflections pods. Uh, yep, and because the song is on 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 that on that reflections comp as well, so a little bit more advertisement for that. Um, I gotta say that um, you know uh, Martin's bass playing on this, and you know it's just everything is just just great. Luke, are you familiar with the song Repeater Eight Hundred? I'm not. No. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna hook you up once the pod's over, um, oh, but sure. so so you can you can be versed in the greatness that was this band. But uh, yeah, it's good. We don't really got to talk about it much because we talked about it a lot. Yeah, so well, I'm curious, this. like how many how long was this band actually around? I'm gonna say a year. I mean, at least three months. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm gonna say a year after the after the after they fell apart from SYG and became repeater 800, uh, dropping Fred and gaining Eddie, you know, and, uh, I'm going to say it was a, about a year, maybe even six, 18 months or something like that. I don't know. I only, I think I only but, saw him once. Um, but I don't, I don't know how many shows they played. Um, this song yeah. is on the demo, but it's also, for the people that uh, like stuff on Discogs, it's on. There's a split seven inch repeater eight hundred with missing twenty third, and the song's right. available on there. Um, but then also, yeah, like Joe was saying, um, it's on Stu's Reflections Comp. And if you just look at the hundred eighty five miles south social media accounts, you can get all the information you need on that comp. Um, it's yep. it's a, a cassette comp, and then also Stu, do you know how you're gonna have it uh, digital? Uh, I'm probably gonna have it digitalized, digitized or Spotified with FTK Records. Okay, the label that it's coming out on. Yeah, so it should be on Spotify as well. It's but uh, yeah, handle that. Um, perfect song, Joe, and I love this on your list. Um, unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to like play it for the people because I don't think it's on Spotify, uh, right? But uh, uh, no, 
We'll figure I think out. It's no, there's, SoundCloud. There's, 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 SoundCloud. There's, I, th- I think it's the version on SoundCloud. Okay, then we can probably. It's, uh, it's, it's all the same version. It's just a different mix of it. But I'll, I'll track that down and make sure that uh, I send links out to you guys so that you can push it. Okay, cool. All right, very good. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go back to Luke, the big number seven final pick. All right, my number seven probably. Give Me Some Reality by In Control. That's probably one of my things all time. Just the way it starts off, kind of slower, and it speeds up, and then just kicks in. I love it. Another. Yeah, that's, what's the, the intro for that? Like, What was the process behind writing the song, Zach? Yeah, if you love that song, you're going to love a song called New York Crew by Judge. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know that intro. That intro has been done like that. Was, it was not too original, but it was I don't know me trying to write an interesting song. Um, and like we were we were on the very front end when like hardcore was like switching from like kind of positive to negative, and we never went full way negative. But like it was just like this posy stuff is like it's a little silly when like. You're, I want to. I want to know. Totally. I want to know things you're positive about. I want to like hear about like positive changes you're trying to make, not just like staying positive. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. There was this. There was some like real third rate, um, straight edge hardcore going on around the time. Like it was time for a, a change. And I don't know. I don't some negative negativity. Well, it was. It was like I wasn't a hundred percent on board with like the way that a lot of the two thousands went when like lyrics kind of stopped mattering and everything just turned into like, fuck you, fuck this, fuck everything. Like, yeah. um, yeah, I thought that was like a little too much of a regression. Um, but yeah, this was just like, you know, give me some reality. Shout out Vendetta. Give me some reality. <laughs> Shout out Verity. What up? <laughs> you think yeah, I give a fuck about what you do? Ever. <laughs> you, fuck yeah, you. That's, that's, that is like one of the best <laughs> intro lyrics. You think I give a shit about what you do? Fuck you. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. But no, it's like if if you're singing about your own life experiences, then no one can ever take that away from you, right? It's like, give me some reality, dude. Like, if you put yourself out there, then no one can say, like, oh, that's a dumb way to look at it. It's like, how? This is me. This is my truth. You know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, if you just, and, you know, take the time to open yourself up and, (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) what's to. There was, like, this dumb rumor going around that uh, you guys wrote that song, like, in opposition to Die Hard Youth. No, Die Hard Youth was like our best <laughs> friends. I know, but it was like they were all positive, and you were like, "We're not positive." Fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. Stupid. But but that's funny because like um, Die Hard Youth, like I know that their first CD was like on a Christian label, and like they definitely tried to not like have bad words in their songs. And it's funny because the like, one when someone's like, "Sorry, sorry, keep going." No, it's just when like. Andy brought in Ryan for a guest spot and it was like, kind of like a, 
he's like singing on the breakdown and he like got like three cuss words into like this one part. He's like, motherfucker, who the fuck are you to say any shit about me, man? <laughs> or something. And it's like, you better check yourself before yeah. you wreck yourself. Before or whatever. you wreck it's like, yourself. It's like, they made such a good effort to not have any bad words on the whole record. And Ryan drops three in like eight seconds. <laughs> Oops. Oops. That's great. Yeah. But no, we would never say anything bad about Die Hard Youth. We we love those guys to a man and and uh Dave Hard like saved our ass in O two by like going on a five week tour with us with like a week notice. So right, right, right. yeah, those guys are like our our all stars. Um yeah, still champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just saw Andy uh, a while back. Um, it's great to see him again. And like his, his, I don't know. I think is his oldest son or his oldest child is, uh, is like into hardcore, which is really fun. Um, heavy. Yeah. 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 So cool. Um, really nice kid too. So yeah. Um, yeah. Cool pick. Love it. I put it out on record. Camel clutch. (laughs) Camel clutch. (laughs) I do like the, uh, like the 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 breakdowny bridge part on it on this song when I'm like, oh dude, yeah, right before that stomp, like the oh yeah, before that, like the twenty five to life ass, like no, I get like twenty five to life, dude. That's what I think so. Like it's so tight. I was thinking like more like outspokeny, but okay. I guess like no. I was smoking through my Neanderthal brain comes out like sounding like 25 <laughs> to life. <laughs> it kind of sucks. That totally makes sense, dude. I'm like, brilliant. I'm like trying to write a thoughtful riff and shit and it comes out. <laughs> but hey, what do you mean? Uh, okay. Yeah. Song number seven. Um, I it's between Nardway, classic American hardcore song, mm-hmm. um, and best band in the world <laughs> from the greatest band on earth, uh, Retaliate. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna blow smoke up a different one of my assholes, and <laughs> and choose In Control Two Towers. Multiple assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I I I love the song and uh you know it's us writing like a a nice song. So it summed up a lot and it was like uh it was one of the good boundaries that I think we pushed um in like kind of like doing like a melodic type song or a singy song. I would not say it's like I don't know. It's just a fucking it's our pussy song. What are you going to do? This is singy anthem, dude. It's a fucking anthem. And yeah, it's anthemy, like, I guess. Th- the like blitz kind of like it's very like it has a lot of oi flavor to it. So we're like the growing up, growing up part. Like, yeah, I love that part so much. Yeah, it was a weird song to write. Um, and it was like it, it was a weird like personal song too to like because I wrote all the lyrics in control and it was like so there's always like uh, it's weird <laughs> it's weird writing stuff and having someone else be like your vehicle. You know, and Ryan was the best. Like, there's, there's, I could never have asked for anyone better. You know, I mean, I chose him because, like, he was a perfect, like, frontman. 
you know, before he could sing or be a front man. It was just like, he's a guy that I know loves this music. He's a great person to his bone. And like, when we go to shows, dude's always moshing, stage diving, everything. Right. And so it was like, you know, it might take like a year or two, but eventually this guy's going to be like a great front man. And he, he like exceeded my expectations. Um, it was perfect. one of the best. Yeah. But it is, it, it is hard. Like writing lyric, like it's, it's okay to write like good hardcore lyrics, right? Like plenty of the songs that we wrote, but like to do like these more personal, like kind of depressy songs is like kind of hard to write and then have someone else sing. Um, yeah, because Ryan did not have the same experience as you. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, but, yeah, anyway. Um, this is my number seven. You control two towers. Um, yeah. And that's all. Love it. So, great, pick, dude. great song. Stu, let's go with you. My number seven, um, I'm going with Down Presser. This is a twofer. I'm going intro into dirt te- dirt cheap. Yes, off the split, yeah. Off the split with creatures. Yes. Um, this is like the heaviest intro of the last twenty years. Um, I every time this fucking song plays, it's terrifying, and I like want to mosh. I'm like so. I'm just like, man, should I get in there and like get fucking destroyed? I don't know, but I like, I need to like. And then it goes into like the perfect hardcore song. You have your fast part, your two step, your breakdown, and just Dan shines. Sean, his riffing is like all the good riffs are in this fucking song, and it's just a blast to play or to see them play. Like fucking banger, dude! It's the best intro since Rise and Fall. Let's just say it. Yeah, I could say that. You know, this it's like there's leeway, and then there's this. You know, and uh, now someone else no middle ground. <laughs> yep, that's it. Jump straight from leeway <laughs> to down press off the creature split. <laughs> Thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I love the pick. It's great. Um, yeah, I wish that they like. I I kind of wish that they would have, you know, you don't really hope that bands re-record shit because a lot of times when they yeah. do, it's like it never captures it. But man, I kind of wish this was like on another record too. Did they did re-record it? They did. It's a secret track on uh, the first LP. Oh, or is it on the vinyl? Is it only on the I CD? Don't think so. I'm doing some research real quick. Okay. Um. Yeah, if it's on the vinyl, I, I, that's wild. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, beyond beyond recognition, it's at the end of beyond recognition, and I want to say it's probably just on the CD. I don't, I don't know, but I'm gonna find. Um, it. I'm they gonna do re-record it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna find do it, it dude. But uh, yeah, love this pick. So good, so good, and uh. Downpressor, one of the greatest bands ever to come out of the 805. If you guys haven't listened yeah. to them, you got to. All the shit's available. It's fucking up so hard. Yeah, it's all available on Spotify, so there's no excuse. What were you going to say, Joe? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, they're a great band. Yeah. Hell yeah. You, you guys you guys recently turned me on. Yeah, yeah. Me, so. 
So I, I have been playing them in the background while I'm here at work, sitting at, you know, Coke, Coke, home. So driving my wife nuts with hardcore. It's great. Even she knows that you can't deny Dental Presser, though. Like, she like poke her head in and be like <laughs> she pokes her head in and is like damn Joe that's, uh, that's pretty good <laughs> what is that <laughs> oh that's just zero well that's down presser yep. moshing. yeah man alright Joe number seven let's wrap this up number seven last pick okay so um, so that Darko for Life comp is coming out just like next week something right so september 4th i'm picking a song off i'm picking a song off of it and, and i don't even care <laughs> that you guys can't right. hear it yet until next week but i'm picking omega point the game wow yeah dude that song is so fucking dope it's so fucking good dude you guys I, i've told you this before but you guys fucking knocked it out of the park it's my favorite song on the comp Thanks, Joe. That's so, fucking awesome, man. Yeah. You know. I think it's the best song we ever wrote. Like you know, we, we moved from one practice space to the other, deep right by Win Winsburgers and the Nard, like you can't get any deeper. We're like right by the Flamingo Hotel. And like we just we just fucking brought that thing together so fast and just in time for the comp too. So like we were just pretty stoked on how it all came out and it just was a really natural writing process. So I don't know. It's fun to write, fun to listen well, to. Love that shit. Yeah. The way, the way that you guys did it, uh, you know, the, the, the bass thing and, uh, you know, like his, like his vocals and like everything is just so, you know, I was stoked to be, to be able to sit there while you guys recorded it too. So I might have a, a slight, uh, um, a bias to liking the song because I got to watch you guys track it, but, Regardless, it's fucking rules. Well, there's nothing wrong with like having a bias like that because some of the best music reminds us of life events, right? So yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot true. of time, a lot of times, someone has a a song that reminds them of their their partner, or uh, you know, songs can remind you of of lots of things. You know, um, so I think that's that's actually a good thing. And if that's that, you know, you've talked about that day as being such a a fun time and a good memory. That's, I think that that's amazing. If that, if every time you listen to that song, you know, maybe 20 years from now, if it brings you back to that moment, it shows yeah. like how special the song is and how special the moment was. Yeah, for sure. When I got jello fucking, you know, streaming down my, 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 uh, my face. Cause, <laughs> cause I, cause I'm in an old people's home. listening <laughs> in the hardcore still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like that episode. That episode one guy is crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's walking around just like I'm episode one. <laughs> yeah, no. They're all, Does anyone know why he's named episode one? What's his real name? <laughs> something. Something. His last name about is that the guy. legend. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard other people call him the legend. I think he's killed people. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That's that's something to look forward to, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and everyone, uh, you can you can go and listen to the deep dive that we did on the Nardcore for Life compilation. It came out uh, back on July first, so uh, we first, di yeah. we dive into all the songs from that comp. So uh, you know, a month or so ago on July first, uh, check that out. It's in the archives. Uh, we dive into that whole compilation, and uh, 
yeah, September 4th, that shit comes out. So get it, indecisionrecords.com, uh, revhq.com, or get it in your local store, hopefully, if you missed out on yeah. the pre-order. If you missed out on the pre-order. You know, you'll... any of the bands. Yeah, yeah. If you missed out on the pre-order, you fucked up. Because uh, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna have a tank top. That shit'll never be available again. Uh, you can get a shirt, maybe cut off the sleeves, and try to look cool. But we'll know. We'll never know. be the same, dude. We'll know. We'll know that you missed out on the pre-order, and you weren't. You weren't one hey, of the real recognizes real. Yeah, you weren't one of the real ones. You know. So um, I hope you pre-order that shit. Uh, if not, it don't matter. It's never too late. Get that shit. Let's sell that thing out. Let's get it to a second press. Um, you know. I'm biased, but I think it's a great representation of the Narcor scene um, from 2019 and to this day. Hopefully, we come out of the back end of this COVID bullshit and uh, everything is still raging. Um, it's been an interesting year, but this is one of the bright spots. The The fact that we were able to put something together like this, you know, with the help of uh, Andrew Hester, Stu, of course, um, myself, and Joe helped us a yeah. lot. And then, of course, with the help of Dave Mandel from Indecision Records, could not have done it without him. Um, the mighty Dave Mandel. Yes, yeah. the mighty, mighty Dave Mandel. And so, uh, yeah, please get that record. Um, you know, we, we joke saying smash that Patreon button, but, you know, maybe save your money this month and get that record. Um, it's really cool that, uh, you know, you guys support, like, pod-adjacent projects like that. Um, you know, I hope that we keep doing cool shit. Um, you know, it's what keeps me involved and excited about this style of music and the scene. And, and obviously like that's our scene. So like, we're just really proud of it to be able to curate a record like that. And, uh, you know, I've listened to it a million fucking times. I love the way it's sequenced. It really takes you through on a journey, um, from old to new, you know, starting off with like the, the ill repute song and then, uh, (laughs) You know, I, I wrote a new control song and then we get blown off the fucking comp by false confession, you know, and then uh three day Holocaust comes in and you're just like, Oh my God, this is so good. You know? And then there's just a million bright spots on the comp. Like we've said before, yeah. um, you know, all the, all the people in the future losing their virginity to the out of trust song, um, <laughs> got, a, got a new no motive song on there. Um, oh, you know, down presser. Yeah, that Omega Point song that Joe selected is one of his top seven Nardcore songs ever. Think about that, dude. Episode one, the legend Joe Rivas chose a song off that comp. That's worth the price alone. Um, you also have stalwarts on there like Downpressor, Minus. Um, and if that Charman song was not on that record, that Minus song would have been my favorite. That thing is fucking out of this fucking world. Um, you got Tony Cortez in uh his his current band other than ill repute robot uprising with one of the dudes from the weirdos like writing just a a killer classic uh punk track on the end there um just look at that lineup and if you if you look at that lineup and you don't want to uh plunk down and then another 12 songs yeah 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 and then also yeah the digital too and you're talking about a new dr song on there that song fucking rages. Oh. That keep fighting song is fucking awesome. You're not fucking we, ready. Yeah. We got prying eyes. We got, I decline. There's a million fucking bands on there. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's 24, 24 songs on the vinyl and extra 12 on the digital. Um, please check that out support it. Um, it is much appreciated. You will not regret it. 
Uh, there's a, what is it, a 14-page booklet inside, Stu? 16. 16-page booklet inside. Um, so, yeah, and original artwork. Yeah, reading material. Yeah, man. Um, you, you can, you can read, you can read a photo book just like me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, every song on the comp, including the digital is, uh, brand new and exclusive for the comp too. So it's like, yep. it's not, it's not a bunch of shit you heard before. It's all brand new. It's all just for the comp. You're not going to be able to hear it on the, the band's next seven inch. This shit's exclusive. So again, check out Fuck the all the shit you heard before. <laughs> but check out the Narco for Life compilation. It's available on September 4th, indecisionrecords.com and uh handle business, guys. Um as far as this episode, we will be posting all of our playlists um on the 185 miles south uh Instagram in the next couple days. You guys can vote on whose list is best and uh and we'll do that. We'll see if Joe runs away with it again, like he did on the uh, the first Super Seven <laughs> episode. Yeah, you, know, you, you gonna you gonna defend that crown, Joe? That was that was a good little Photoshop from Daniel, huh? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> that was really good. I got reflections and quality of life, and maybe people don't know them yet, but once they listen to them, yeah, yeah, we'll put the playlist out, and if if it's not on Spotify, we'll we'll try to do a little SoundCloud link or something. So. uh People yeah. hear it or yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Or we can up it to YouTube and put a little link there. So, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Luke, thanks for coming on board. I hope we, you had fun. He had some technical we, difficulties, so he had, yeah. to, he had to bail out. Okay. We lost Luke, but, uh, keep it real, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love that. That was a great choice. Thanks for, uh, yeah, for yeah. choosing to have Luke on Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, he, you know, he's been, he's been active in the scene. He's been going to shows and, you know, I talked every to him at a show and, you know, I mean, we haven't had a show in fucking 12 years now, but yeah, it feels like it, but you know, you know what I'm saying? So, so I, when you had asked me, we need to find somebody that's either 10 years older than me or 10 years younger than Stu. I thought, well, Luke's the perfect, you know, and he's a true second generation hardcore person, you know? Yeah, being Jim, being Jim's Jim from Miller Pete's kid, you know. Yep. But he's he's got it in his heart where it counts, and that's that, that that's what's important to me. So that's why I wanted him part of this. So Luke, thank you so much, even though you can't hear us right now. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoy the pod. Um, yeah, he'll listen to it. Yeah. No, he did a great job, and and it was great talking to you guys. I mean, um, obviously this is our favorite topic. Like, I wish we were doing a top seventeen. But uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Oh, yeah. It was fun I, to see what we we gotta do it in hard. person. Let's just do it in person. That's all I need. Yeah, it's well, hard to, to narrow these down, man. Yeah, so hard, so hard. Stu, we can't redo stuff. We already did your reflections uh, episode twice. Let's do the third one. Yeah, I know we should. Yeah, when it comes out, we'll do a party. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I miss you guys. Yeah, I miss you guys both too dearly. Um and yeah, I hope that uh we get to see each other soon. Yeah. So okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Um smash that Patreon button, patreon.com slash one hundred eighty five miles south. You know what to do. And uh we'll talk to you soon.
What's up, everyone? Make sure that you follow 185 Miles South on Instagram. And uh, we're going to put the list up. You can vote on who has the best one. But there are some of these songs that were not on Spotify, so I'm going to tuck them here at the end of the podcast. And uh, the first one up is Downpressor, Intro, Into the Dirt Cheap. And uh, it's off their split, 7-inch with Creatures. Then we're going to go into Omega Point, and it is a song off the uh, Nardcore for Life compilation. That song is called The Game. Uh, third, Repeater 800. And then fourth is going to be Clinch Fist. Those both are from Joe's list. Um, actually, the last three are from Joe's list, and Downpressor was on Stu's list. So anyway, here are those songs. Check them out, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Silver, lying in the 
Come back to be myself! 